up, everybody? This is Ashton Hogue, part of the Football Zone 13 podcast, um, affiliate of the CA Sports Productions crew. Um, it's my first episode. Uh, it's going to be some topics I'm going to be talking about is the Super Bowl 54 matchup between the Chiefs and the 49ers, um, the Antonio Brown issue, Tom Brady's future in New England, the MVP between Lamar and Russell, breaking down Seattle Seahawks injuries and what their future holds, uh, the CA Sports Productions podcast details, head coaching changes, and the NFL playoff recap. So that is my new uh, podcast, so I hope you enjoy. So the first thing I'll be talking about, the X factors for the bold Super Bowl teams to win. So to start out, you got the Chiefs defensive end Chris Jones. What he needs to do uh, to lead this uh, Chiefs defense to victory is to disrupt the, disrupt the 49ers offensive line and make them have to pass because we all know the 49ers can't pass with Jimmy Garoppolo. Next is the 49ers running back Raheem Mostert. He needs to take control of the game following his uh, 29 rush yard, 229 uh, four touchdown game in the NFC title game. If he can put up like around 150 yards and maybe like two touchdowns or something, and if the Niners can, if their defense can hold the, the lead, then they'll win the Super Bowl that way. Also, George Kittle. Obviously, everyone knows this because he's probably the best tight end in the NFL. He just needs to torture the Chiefs defense and take over the game. And last for the X Factors is the any 49er defensive back. So their defense was one of the best in, in the league this year. And if they're 49er, if the cornerbacks can shut down the, the Chiefs' fast receivers, they'll be able to easily win the game. I'm joined by a special guest. He's also part of the CA Sport Productions crew. Uh, he's from the Overly Gridiron podcast. Is his name is Charles. What's up? So. The next thing we're going to be talking about is where we think Tom Brady is going to go and what his future in New England holds. So I'll start. I think he's going to go to Miami for a few reasons because I've heard rumors that him and his agent or something are connected over there. And I think they're a good fit right now because maybe he can mentor Josh Rosen. Who knows? And it looks like it's time for my opinions on this. So... Tom Brady, I don't think he's returning to New England. I think it's pretty obvious, by the way. He packed up his bag and left, essentially, the locker room. All this stuff is gone. Uh, he's kept it very vague. He hasn't even said yes or no if he's staying or not. And then you got the fact that Tom Brady's a competitor. He wants to upstage Bill Belichick. This is something that I think almost everybody knows. Bill Belichick, Tom Brady... Both of them know they're the greatest of all time in their individual positions. Bill Belichick is the best head coach of all time, while Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time. But both can't seem to figure out who is the better, the one that got them the championships. Is it Tom Brady or is it Bill Belichick? And this is what Tom Brady, what's going to drive him to play more seasons is to upstage Bill Belichick and make it seem that he was the one who brought the dynasty. And where do I see him? I have two potential teams, and none of them are New England. 
one, which is the le less option that I see, is Tennessee Titans, or the Tennessee Titans. I see them for uh, some multiple reasons. They have a really good young defense. Uh, their pass rush is pretty good. They have some good zone defense. Could be better. They have some former Patriots there as well in the defense. Uh, Malcolm Butler, I believe, is still on the team. So it's really good for them. Some chemistry with Malcolm Butler, who brought them to Super Bowl 49. Uh, another one is heck, their head coach, who is also a former teammate of Tom Brady. And that's Mike Vrabel, the head coach. He's really good. He coaches like he's a younger Bill Belichick. He uses uh, stuff and exploits rules or loopholes that potentially can be found there. And then you have the offensive line in the running game. The offensive line is good at pass blocking, really dang good at run blocking. And it shows with their running back, Derrick Henry. Well over, I would believe it was 1,500 to 1,600 yards, around like 14 rushing touchdowns. He was insane. Nobody could tackle him the second half of the season. Uh, he's just insane. And don't mind that. Don't mind the damn phone, guys. It's messed up. <laughs> so, so, this really? is great, guys. Great concept. We're keeping this in. This is great comedy. Okay, it stopped now. Okay, back to where I was going. You have a good, really good running back. You have a really good uh, offensive line. And you have A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. A young, good receiver in Corey Davis and a really good potential league best in A.J. Brown. But the team I see him going to the most is the... <laughs> Sorry technical issues, but back where I was going, I believe I was on Mike Vrabel, the defense, uh, their defense is young, really good, uh, Mike Vrabel is a, uh, as a coach, he used to play with Tom Brady, there's connections there, uh, the offensive line is really good, they can pass block well, but they can run block better, and that's something that Tom Brady at the age of 42, coming to 43, He's going to like that. He has Derrick Henry, who's one of the best rushers in the NFL. Um, well over 1,500 yards. Over around, I believe, 12 touchdowns. He was a beast second half of the season. Uh, they have Corey Davis, a good young receiver, and they also have A.J. Brown, one of the best receivers, young receivers in the game. But I have Tom Brady going to the Los Angeles Chargers. It just seems way too likely with all the rumors about him, you know, uh, with L.A., him being brought to L.A. When there's a rumor that a big athlete's coming to L.A. and you hear about him selling his house. And you hear about Philip Rivers not returning. And then you hear about him cleaning out his bags of New England, uh, of his locker room. It just seems way too likely, likely that he joined the New England Patriots, or New England, Los Angeles Chargers.
right, next up, I'm going to be summing up the MVP talk or the competition between Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson. So here's my opinion on it. They both were really good this year and really solid, but I think Russell showed he should be MVP for these uh, main reasons because he carried a mediocre team, basically, they would probably go 4-12 and 12 without him, to the divisional round and very possibly to the NFC Championship game if it doesn't come down to a bad call. Uh, but if we look at the stats here, Lamar had 3,100 yards this season, which ranked 22nd. Lamar had 36 touchdowns, which was first. Six interceptions, he was tied for eighth. 81.9 quarterback ranking, which was first. And then he had 113.3 uh, completion percentage, which was first. Um, Russell had 4,110 yards, which is sixth. 31 touchdowns, he finished third in that. Uh, he had five interceptions, which was tied for third, 69.9 quarterback ranking, fifth, and then he had a 106.3 uh, passer rating, which was third. So it's very close, and it could possibly go both ways, but I honestly think Russell should do it because he had a way less talented squad and brought them to the playoffs. Lamar had just the same, or he had a way better talented roster, and he went just the same in the round. So. That's my opinion on the MVP talk. Alright, so my next topic. The Seattle Seahawks battled a lot of injuries this season. And that's what I'm going to be talking about. And then after this, I'm going to be talking about what I think their future holds for them. So, just going down this list here. They had Will Disley. They lost him to a torn Achilles. They lost Justin Britt to a torn ACL. They lost Tedrick Thompson to a torn labrum, which is in the shoulder. Nico Thorpe to a sports hernia. Rashad Penny to a torn ACL. CJ Procise had a broken arm. Chris Carson had a fractured hip. Michael Kendrick had a torn ACL. And Dwayne Brown had a knee problem that required surgery that uh, he, he was not 100% in the playoffs. So with these injuries, that's another reason I'm talking about Russell Wilson winning MVP because they were banged up and they shouldn't have made it um, into the divisional round but they somehow did it and they very well put up a challenge against the Packers and that just shows how strong and talented that Seattle team is with Russell um, and all the young players around them. So their future, they got DK Metcalf, they got Quandre Diggs over there, who else do they have young? They have Carson, well, he'll be coming back off injury. Um, Penny showed potential towards the later part of the season. Will Disley, if he can stay healthy, I think he can be a solid number one tight end. But I think their Super Bowl window, if they have one right now, is within the next three years. Because Russell's aging, he's going down, and they might not have much longer to do it with him. So if they want to win a Super Bowl, I got a feeling it's going to have to be in the next few seasons or so. So yeah, that's my take on their future because their young stars look really good. Like DK, he very well could have won Rookie of the Year this year. And Quandre Diggs, a mid-season acquisition, made an immediate impact on the Seattle defense. So if those players plus all the other young players will probably get, and if we can re-sign Clowney, then the Seahawks will definitely be a Super Bowl contender. So, the 
the NFL had a lot of head coaching changes this offseason. Maybe for the worst, and then there's some for the best. I'm going to break down which uh, hiring I think is the best at the end of this. So, first we had the Cowboys firing Jason Garrett and hiring Mike McCarthy. He's probably a very respected head coach around the league, a former Packer. Um, I think that's a really good signing because he may be able to teach Dak Prescott how to be a better quarterback and not somebody who's just going to clop if you throw an interception. But, um, yeah, that's definitely a good signing. Next, we had the Giants who fired, uh, what, who was it, Pat Shermer. They hired Joe Judge, which I had no idea who he was until I heard about this. Um, I don't know how that's going to go, honestly. It seems like every head coach the Giants get ends up a bust. <laughs> so, who knows? That could go downhill. But they have Daniel Jones, and he's going to be the starting next season. So, yeah. The Browns hired Kevin Stefanski, which was a, the old Vikings offensive coordinator. Their offense looks good, so I think the Browns will have a way better season than last year because they were very mediocre last season. Um, if they can get Antonio, I mean Odell Beckham, if he can get his drama sorted out, and if he can actually play like a number one receiver and Jarvis Landry too, and if Baker can settle out his interceptions and stuff, they might actually be a playoff contender. The Panthers uh, hired Matt Rule, which I think that's a good signing because he was a very good college coach. Uh, that's probably all I have to say about that uh, hiring. Then the Redskins hired Ron Rivera. That's probably the best signing, I think, because Ron was a very good head coach for the Panthers. Very respected. All the players loved him. And he just brings a good environment to the Redskins. So he knows how to win. He's been in the Super Bowl. I think he'll push the Redskins in the right direction. Alright, so the last topic for this debut episode right here is the two upsets that I picked during the playoffs that were the best games of the playoffs and my opinions on them. So we had the wild card round. The Titans defeated the New England Patriots 20-13 and the player of the game I picked was Derrick Henry. He had 34 rushes, 182 yards, and one touchdown. And Tannehill threw eight passes. So I believe that the this was the start of the Patriots' downfall, obviously, because Brady's probably going to leave. And this showed that Derrick Henry needs to be re-signed immediately and that he could be a force reckoned with in this league. And he's probably the number one running back. Um, but yeah, nobody expected the Titans, which were a sixth seed at the time, and the Patriots, which were a third seed. Nobody expected them to um, get upset by the Titans, and they pulled it off somehow. Yeah, and then the, the next, I have the Chiefs upsetting the Texans, 31-51. to 51. So, whoa, I don't know how the hell the Chiefs pulled this off, because they were down like 31 to nothing or something at halftime. But somehow, Patty Mahomes pulled it out threw for over 300 yards and he's had five touchdowns and Kelsey had 10 receptions 134 yards and three touchdowns so the Texans just fell apart in the second half obviously Deshaun Watson went downhill he had over two interceptions and Frank Clark had two sacks so the Chiefs were more hungry this game but they did not show in the first half um yeah, the Texans looked like crap this whole like second half of the game. And now the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. 
and I forgot to give my predictions for the Super Bowl, so I think the Chiefs are going to pull it off. It's going to be a, a somewhat high-scoring game. I think it's going to be 35-31 Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champions 2020. Thank you guys for listening to my first episode. I'll be back probably next Friday or Saturday night. Have a good night.